0: Manimal here. It's Monday, August 28th, and today on Texas Rangers with the boys, Kevin and I, we're going to go straight into Rangers talk. We've got AL West standings updates. It's the first show that we've ever done where the Rangers aren't in first place. What are we going to do? Well, we're going to get back on the horse just like the Rangers have to do tonight. So we're going to talk about all the Rangers news. We're going to talk about the box scores from the weekends. And we're going to preview Monday night in Flushings, Queens. So join us today, Texas Rangers with the boys.
1: Hey, this is Mitch Garver. You're listening to Texas Rangers with the boys. Hey, thanks, buddy. Welcome back to Texas Rangers with the boys. We are the boys, your daily Texas Rangers podcast by a couple of pro wrestlers who love Rangers baseball. And we want to thank you for making us the first listen of your day. This is your boy, Kev, a.k.a. YBK Kevin Frazier. You can find me on the socials at Kevin Lee Frazier. That is F-R-A-Z IER. you can also find texas rangers with the boys on social media at tx rangers wtb and don't forget to check out our website texas rangers with the boys.com all one word yes and joining me the co-host with the most the man with the beard that never ends the world traveler himself the 300 pound animal aka bull how you doing buddy and where can they find you on social media Man, I'm doing pretty good. Uh,
0: it's hard. To, it's hard getting up and doing this every day, but you know, we're, well, no, I'm just kidding. It's just baseball, guys. I know everybody's. I know everybody's sad right now, and it's tough, and it's tough to be a Rangers fan and all of that stuff. But you know, I mean, it's just baseball at the end of the day. You know, I mean, we're having fun. It's not like it's. Uh, you, you know, like I know we got excited off the bat there, and. You know, things have kind of come back to earth a little bit these last couple of weeks. But at the end of the day, you know, they're, they're just uh, – they got the Mets today, and the Mets are not a very good team. So, uh, you know, get right back on the schneid and hit them and go hard and get one on the Mets.
1: Yeah, yeah. And in the um, team that, that – I have kind of had this one secretly marked on my calendar all year long. Uh, uh, definitely a series I was hoping that a certain, um, a certain pitcher – a uh, starting pitcher free agent might be available to throw, but um, I'll take a <clears throat> I'll, I'll, I'll take a series win how I can get it regardless of who's on the mound. Um, so
0: be, it looks like it's going to be a John Gray, Andrew Haney, and Dane Dunning. But um, the uh, you know before we get into all that stuff that we have to talk about later in the show, I want to tell everybody they can find me on the old social medias. Manimal Bull on twitter manimal300 on instagram and both uh tiktok and facebook bull pro so whatever your favorite form of platform platform of social media is find me on there we'll start talking rangers baseball
1: absolutely so starting off let's uh just uh talk about what let's just cut into it i mean we're we're in the aos news the Astros blow out the Tigers, Mariners beat the Royals, and now the Rangers are trailing for the first time this year. For the first oh, in a long three. time, yeah. I yeah, think yeah. they had
0: a moment in in April where they weren't in first place.
1: But yeah. Yeah. But the first time on this show that yeah, we've mo- done a show where the Rangers were not in first place in the American League West. So um we want to uh we don't want this to continue. So they're tied with the Astros for second place, but it looks like the Rangers do hold uh the tiebreaker. No, um, they
0: just uh they have a couple of games at hand.
1: Okay, they so got a some percentage, percentage point. points ahead because they got
0: a couple in hand,
1: yeah. A One thousandth of a percentage point ahead of Houston. That's right. Yeah, they got yep. Houston. Yep, they got Houston. No. We'll take it. We'll take it. That's right. Um, so you know what? Hey, this this team has they've got they've got heart. They've got guys, they've got, got guts. guts,
0: yeah, and they've got, <laughs> and they've talent. got
1: talent. So I think uh, th- we we got we're still believers, and we are not uh, we're not selling it up the river for this on this team, no matter what. And you know that still puts the Rangers right in that uh, still in the wild card race. So one way or another, they're still in the playoff race, and uh, and we're gonna we're gonna fight for this team all year long. Yeah, so absolutely. Uh, let's hop into the. Rangers News, so Josh Harrison looks like he opted out of his triple A deal,
0: yeah, you know I, the whole time he was with the club, I don't think they won one game. Hmm. he he, he, uh, he uh, opts out on Saturday and they go they go out and win a ball game on Saturday night. So I don't know maybe <laughs> the bad luck of Josh Harrison. Well, I don't know Round Rock didn't lose hardly any games all the whole time he was there, so
1: hmm. Hmm. interesting. So they brought him as they brought him in. I guess when when did he get when did he come in? No, he came in like when
0: Young got hurt, right? Just for the idea, if anybody else gets hurt, they may need some
1: depth. Okay, okay. So he he opts out. So he's I guess looking for another team now. Um, well, now you goes. have
0: to if you're going to be able to play on a playoff roster, you have to be on someone's roster by September 1st. I think that's a lot of the reason. I don't know. I think I sent you this that Jerks and Profar was. Yeah, uh, released by Colorado. Well, they mm-hmm. did that because that gives him a week to find a team. Uh, if you know, if somebody
1: wants him to put him on their playoff roster. Interesting, interesting. Well, that's an interesting name, uh, as far as the Rangers go. But uh, you know, I'll digress there. We don't, no need to fall down that rabbit hole.
0: No, I'd rather have Robbie Grossman in the lineup. No question <laughs> about
1: it, one hundred percent. Right now. Yeah, we want, we want Bochy's guys, and that, that's those are the guys that have taken us this far, and those are the guys that are going to take us the rest of the way if we're going to go that way. So um, interesting move, and we got to kind of see that yesterday. Jonathan Hernandez gets recalled. Grant Anderson, rightfully so, sent back to AAA. Uh, you know, the Grant Anderson experiment started off really good, and I think the league kind of caught up to him a little bit. I don't think that's the end of his major league career by any stretch because he's shown that he can get outs. It's you just a matter him. of just being able to to really have he's got to have pinpoint accuracy um, if he's going to make it in the big leagues. And Jonathan Hernandez, honestly, I I, I felt I felt pretty good about him uh, in that last game uh, we had against the Twins. Yeah, I mean the walks caught
0: up to him at the end of the thing, but I mean I thought he threw a lot of good pitches. You um, might have got squeezed a little bit there too in the uh, what was that the thirteenth inning yesterday. But, uh, Grant Anderson, I don't think he's done by any means. I think that he's one of those guys that, uh, you know, he's just got to go back to the drawing board a little bit and he's got to be able to, to get, uh, those ground balls and keep those ground balls, uh, you know, flowing for him to, uh, to be successful in the big leagues. And, and, uh, you know, uh, Jonathan Hernandez, he's got a great arm. You need that velocity. You like what he brings to the table. I liked what he was doing yesterday. I just, you know, he ran out of strikes. And, and man, I kind of felt like that umpire behind the plate fell apart in those last couple of innings. Like, really bad. Really
1: bad. There, there, he was making bad calls on both ways, you know? I don't think it, yeah, was, it was for, for both Texas. Teams too. I
0: don't... I don't think that when you like look at the uh, – later this morning when it comes out, I don't think that you're going to look at it and be like, oh, the Rangers were a negative – in a half or anything like that but at the same time I think like he was bad for both teams and and his strike zone wasn't very good and that was the case the whole weekend and you could see the frustration from the twins it kind of boiled over on him a couple of times and and our old buddy Joey Gallo got himself tossed out of a game it was pretty half-hearted but you know go for the gusto kid I mean you're hitting 198 go for it you know uh, but But yeah, no, Anderson, he's just going to have to, you know, he's got to go back to the drawing board and figure out what's going to work for him to get more ground balls. And, and Jonathan Hernandez, I mean, he's got to come in here and he's got to throw strikes and, and and get guys out with that good slider.
1: So um, yeah. And and again, I, I I hope for the best with Hernandez. I I think we need an arm like that in our bullpen. So let's move on. Uh, Speaking of pitching. So Nathan Ivaldi. Pushback after he had some discomfort, not arm laid. I think it was tight tightness in his side, uh, yeah. with what I think I heard. Um, precaution instead of creating a setback. So basically, it's hey, let's not get this guy. Let's get this guy back full, fully a hundred percent. Just the the uh, what do you call it? The the deja vu because remember Degrom had the old the old tightness on the side. Well, um, and yeah, that never really I'm developed
0: like, yeah. into anything. but no, it didn't. Um, I, I think it, I think it's a hundred percent precautionary. I don't think I think they're just really trying not to get to a point where uh, Nate is set back. Um, I think really what this means is the idea of him pitching against New York is probably not going to happen. So um, you look at him, you look at what's going on. And I would say that uh, there's a pretty good chance that uh, when rosters expand, instead of going to the minor leagues for uh, roster players, it may just be Nate. And he's one of of those guys that takes one of those roster spots. And then they've got a position player available. And, you know, I mean, who knows? It it could be their old go-to and just Sam Huff
1: yeah you know,
0: but uh you know I don't know exactly what they're going to do um they're they're competing to win a championship down there at Triple A I know that doesn't have anything to do with the big league club but when you're expanding rosters and you're not going to use kids uh there's no point of bringing Jonathan Ornella's up here to sit on the bench whenever he could be playing in a pennant run for um the Express there's no reason to uh, Um, find an open roster spot to bring Justin Foscue up here or (laughs) uh, Elia, or any of those guys. Uh, So it would have to be somebody that is a need. And I don't think they're going to carry four catchers just because why, why would you carry four catchers? I would, I would imagine that they would release hedges before they would carry four, you know, and then you've got an open roster spot again. So, Um, but all the big, the, the scariest thing with that is is just the fact that you know you don't ever want to see a setback. You don't want to see anything like that. The best thing about that is that it's not arm related. That uh, there's a little discomfort in his side. I don't even think they said oblique. I think they like it was. Uh, I'm not hundred percent. It in the side. Yeah. yeah so side. so hopefully it's nothing more than just a little discomfort. He's going to throw a bullpen on Tuesday in Flushing. So. Uh, you know, if everything goes well there, you might see him up as rosters expand, and you could see him as early as, like, Labor Day we- you know, Labor Day weekend or the Labor Day series with Houston following that.
1: Absolutely. Well, um, October 6th. Well, you know, Labor Day, that's
0: going to mean that we're just one month away from October 6th in, uh, um, in Fort Worth, Texas at the historic Ridgely Ballroom or the Ridgely Theater. Theater, I'm sorry, Ridgely Theater, right there, just west of downtown Fort Worth on Interstate Highway 30 at the uh, Camp Bowie exit. And it's just right there on the corner. And, uh, you know, I'm getting excited about the show. Kevin's getting excited about the show. I'm sure all the vendors, I'm sure Starry's Ice Cream, Martin House Brewing. I'm sure that uh, Kelly's Onion Burgers and... and uh Uh, Big dogs, hot dogs are are getting excited about the show. But you know who's probably the most excited about this show? Mm, Who's that? It's got to be Big Damo. Because he's wanted nothing more than to get his hands on Brent McKenzie in a situation where Brent can't run or sneak attack or any of those things. And he's finally going to get that situation at the very first Cowtown Cage match October six, Ridgely Theater, till the end. Matt Pro is going to bring you the first ever Cowtown Cage Match: Damo McCullough versus Super Tex Brent McKenzie. And you know, I mean, my money's on Big Demo, but you know, every once in a while, uh, a, a, a a blind squirrel gets lucky, right, and finds it yep. nuts. So, so you know, I can't rule Brent out of it. Mm-hmm. but it would have to be something catastrophic for me to believe that he's going to beat Brett or Demo in a cage. So if you want to see who comes out and wins that thing, you're going to have to come out to the Ridgely Theater October 6th till the end, Matt Warpro. It's going to be a big time.
1: Well, speaking of catastrophic, um, <laughs> this, Man. this weekend, um, you know, we had high hopes for this Minnesota series and, and frankly, man, like I felt like the Rangers were in it pretty much every game. I mean, it didn't feel like at any point they couldn't they couldn't win this series. And so, uh, in many ways, this is kind of a heartbreaker. And it's going to happen. I mean, it, it it's going to happen. Maybe for everybody but Atlanta this year. Um, and again, the playoffs are going to be a whole new ballgame uh, when that happens. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. Uh, well- you know, Friday,
0: Friday night, uh, Dane. We Dunning, Dane Dunning just wasn't very good in that first inning and put himself in a bad way. And uh, you know, uh, it never felt like it was over. Like at four to one, but then uh, Martin Perez and 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 uh, Grant Anderson just couldn't get anybody out and. Uh, uh, what was that, the seventh inning, I guess. Mm-hmm. And uh, then in the eighth innings, they 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 threw Austin Hedges, so, you know, it wasn't getting any better there. But uh, just not a very good pitching performance on Friday night. Uh, you, you know, it felt good until Perez kind of got lit up there in the seventh, like they were in the game, but then it, it really got away from them. Rangers hit one for ten with runners in scoring position, and, you know, a man – a couple of a uh, Garver home run in the second, and and then them scoring a run late. Uh, you know that's just not gonna. That's just not gonna do it, man. They're just not when you're down four. Even when you're down four one, you got to score a couple of runs to get yourself back in there. And they just never did that. And uh, you know Corey Seager continues to hit and. Uh, you know, so, so that's good. <laughs> um, but, well,
1: and you know, the good good sign from Leodi Tavares with a couple of couple of doubles yeah. there, so nothing that not there's something there's a few highlights to take from it. Yeah, um, Nate
0: Low had a couple of hits and an RBI, and and like you said, Tavares a couple of du- doubles and 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 you know, like the thing with uh, um, the the Rangers on that game was is like that that first inning. Dane Dunning walked four dudes and I feel like Austin Hedges got him like six extra strikes in that in in that half inning. And like, I mean, if Dunning, like he said, after the game, he didn't know where it was going either. So it, it just wasn't it wasn't his night. And, you know, I'd kind of been expecting one of those from Dane Dunning you know, and it hadn't really come, and it hadn't really come, and then these last couple outings, it hadn't been super great for him, but um, you know, it, it just didn't feel good at all that night from the four run first, and uh, you know, thinking that you might be able to stay in there, and then you know, Correa hit a home run, and then it was just all down, down downhill from there for for Marty Perez and, and Grant Anderson, uh, you know, a lot of the reason why he getting demoted back down was because he had trouble getting anything done in that uh, seventh inning. And uh, the Rangers, you know, not a lot to like uh, eight hits, but like we said, you know, Seager had two of them. Low had two of them. Tavares had two of them. And then you just, you spread one out with hedges and Garver Garver's home run. And you know, but Garver's been extremely hot since uh, Heim got hurt. And and that hasn't changed even, uh, even in the role of, you know, DH when Heim's been back, so
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know. But there was, you know, not not a ton to take away from offensively on Friday night, and like we said, the pitching just not real good. Dane Dunning six six walks. Uh, you can't have eight walks in a game and expect to win anytime. Yeah, like Eight runners. Yeah, see that eight walks. Eight walks and three home runs is never a. Uh, no, is never a good sign. And uh, Sunny Gray, I, we did have a nice little benches clearing situation <laughs> when Sonny Gray threw it uh uh Mitch Garver but uh you know nothing came of it too much uh Sonny Gray was pretty good he went seven innings gave up just the one home run on the Garver uh home run so you know it, it is what it is they we were we were kind of expected that like kind of felt like uh Thursday night when they were in that thing and lost it at the last second you know like it kind of like broke them a little bit on Friday but uh You know, as we move on to Saturday, unless you've got anything else you want to add to that abomination. No, I
1: I got The only thing I wanted to add was the Tavares thing, and we added that. Um, And, again, that was probably the only game that wasn't really competitive uh, over the weekend with this series. Yeah, and and like I said, it never – until that bottom of the seventh
0: or whatever when it got away from Marty Perez and and Grant Anderson, they kind of felt like they were in it then even, you know, like something good could have happened, and you know, but – once it got away, it got away.
1: Yeah, and, and actually a couple, actually a couple questions that come out of this. Um, for one, and again, you don't have to belabor the points or anything like that. But you know, um, are you concerned? How concerned are you about Dane Dunning? First question, and then second question. Um, how how much value is Martine Perez going to bring this team? down the stretch because he, he is, he's, I mean, I I don't think we've seen a fall from grace quite like this in some time. Well, and again, if they would have shown some signs of life and not made
0: Martin Perez go into a third inning, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, Perez was serviceable on Friday night because he gives you two innings he gives you two clean innings and then he gets in a little bit of trouble in that third inning and Grant Anderson can't clean it up, and it just gets worse and worse and worse and worse. Right. You know, but like if they would have showed some signs of life and made that a four, four to two or four to three, four to four ball game, you know, Marty Perez was very serviceable on Friday night, but because they didn't and you send him back out there for that third inning and he gets his, you know, what's lit,
1: Mm -hmm. you
0: know, it, it turns into, you know, a game that got away kind of like the same thing for the twins on on Saturday. Sure, sure.
1: Well, Saturday, um man, thank God for Saturday, right? I think we were both like Yeah, like just for our sanity, right? Just for our sanity. Thank you, Rangers, for doing it on Saturday night, you know, so we could kind of enjoy the at least enjoy one night of this weekend. Um and, and really they made us they made us they kind of made us um, bite our nails all night before before they even gave us that because that big, that big breakout there in the ninth was the only thing that really kind of that really kind of gave us any peace because they still made this one a nail biter. Well, yeah, because
0: you know Scherzer got like ten of the last eleven guys he faced out, and the only guy, the only thing that happened was that solo home run that tied the ball game. And you're like, damn man, he's been so good, and I mean they're not, they're gonna. Blow another one, you know. Yeah. But but Burke was pretty good out of the bullpen. And then uh, you know, uh, they scored some runs and it all started with some hits, right? Like it all started like uh Garcia got a hit and maybe uh was it was it Garver? Low, low
1: double? Maybe. No, you got you got Garver you got Gar- Garcia single Garver singles uh, yeah, that's right. yeah that's right strikes out then Zeke got remember he got hit by a pitch and then it's turned into like almost something from the Twilight Zone after that right
0: because I remember thinking why why are they not putting the button down with Jankowski
1: mm-hmm.
0: I thought you know sacrifice there if nothing else you've got your game but you know the sacrifice get butt has kind of become such a thing of the past that you know if it's not put down, no one's going to do it. And Jankowski strikes out, and you're thinking, oh man, that was a that was a lost, you know, like. Yep. A, and then yeah, like you said, Duran gets hit, and then highlight uh, like
1: <laughs> zone. Yeah, and then Grossman has
0: a tremendous at bat. Tavares comes up and swings out of the strike zone on the first pitch and then goes on and has a really good bat to get at bat to uh, get to Florio, right? They send Florio in after that. And then he hits Simeon Mm -hmm. and then
1: what Seeker had the sack fly. Um, Let's see. You had Grossman walked Um, Simeon hit by pitch. Um, I'm not getting the secret pop fly on my, on my, no,
0: yeah, no, I think that, yeah, no, so- Seeger out on a sack fly to Joey Gallo, that okay. scored Grossman. And so no hits, but on the RBIs, but, you know, no opportunities to get hits either whenever you're walking or you're right. getting and, hit by a pitch. So,
1: and, and, and let's just be real about this whole umpire situation. You know, it's really hard to me for the players to be able to create like any kind of game plan when you don't know what the umpires are going to do. Well, and that's,
0: yeah. And again, um, you know, that's been the, the struggle of forever though. Right. Is like every, every umpire has a different strike zone. That's been the way forever. I mean, like we aren't back in the days of what was old dude, Eric, uh, Greg, they used to like, I mean, anything that was close to the, like inside the chalk and batter's box to batter's box was a strike. And we didn't know no better because there wasn't a hit zone up there where you could see yes. exactly where it's going. I mean, like, I think that's kind of why it's so noticeable now is because we have so much technology that shows that like, but again, those, those hit zones or those K zones that you have on your TV, those are all based off of, um, camera views so they're not always accurate you're not going to exactly get so like you're looking at that little now i want a strike but then right when you pull up something that's an actual strike zone for that you're like oh well that was i guess that was on the black you know like i mean uh, so it, it just it's it's weird i mean they normally for the most part umpires do a pretty good job it gets frustrating whenever they're not consistent. When they're, if they're calling something, call it consistently. You know, if it's a strike for you one time, it should be a strike for you every time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but you know, other than that, I, I just, I mean, you know, like those ball, like I don't really think there was anything that the Twins threw that was just like, oh man, that was a strike that, that should have been a strike. You know, it wasn't so much <laughs> like uh, Sunday afternoon for when Jonathan Hernandez threw one that almost touched the middle that didn't get a strike ball.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well, Hey, Jonathan Hernandez spent some time down at the minor leagues to get his, uh, to get some stuff, right. Things worked out really good for him uh, down there and, and got him a chance really, I almost say probably if Grant Anderson continues to pitch well, uh, we probably don't see Jonathan Hernandez, but uh, he did, he did kind of get things down, get things right down there on the farm. And uh, that brings up our exclusive content that I want to tell you guys. Well, real quick before we do that, I oh, just sure. wanted to say that
0: the uh, the that uh, Garcia did have a, a solo home run, and mm. and Garver hit his second of the series, and then uh, that was pretty much all I had, other than uh, Burke getting that W and Chapman coming in to get this not a save, but uh, an outs in the save situation because they really needed that one last night.
1: That in that in Thursday was was awesome.
0: Oh yeah, ten strikeouts, seven innings. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was everything you needed from him.
1: Man, so glad that he's on this team. Uh, just could not be more excited about it. But uh, yeah, back to kind of what we what we were, what I was just talking about. Uh, we do have exclusive content. It's called Down on the Farm with the Boys, and I do have some great news uh, for you guys. And that is that we have just completed uh, in uh, in complete well. I guess I said it twice. We have just completed our next 20 and our top 20 prospect list, and those are due to be released uh, sometime this week. I know that um, that my co-host, he is getting ready to go, uh, go to the West Coast here in a few days, but uh, we are going to drop at least one of those episodes before he leaves. And then uh, look for that second one uh, sometime maybe around the weekend. But that top 40 list that we've been promising you, we broke it down into two episodes and you're going to get to hear about all the prospects uh, for this Rangers organization post MLB draft. So all of the new draft picks are on there and any of the new uh, changes that have happened with this team uh, since the last time we did uh, a top 40 list. So, Pretty exciting. I know I was super excited to get into this list. And uh, there was a few shocking, there was a there was some upsets on there. There were some people on there that you thought were going to be there, and some people that um that 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 weren't on there that you thought were gonna be there, and then some names that you didn't know were gonna be on there that were on there. So uh, go to our Spotify page or our website, Texas Rangers with dot com. Oh, one more. And subscribe. It's only a dollar ninety nine a month. We appreciate you subscribers that are already subscribed. And if you're not subscribed now, go ahead and get it done so that you can get this uh, get up to date with everything that's going on with this organization. And with that, let's jump right into this uh, heartbreaking loss on you Sunday. You know what
0: the hardest part of looking at this box is, right? Is like because it went thirteen innings and picks it up in the fifth inning. Mm-hmm. And the Rangers scored one in one run from the fifth through the thirteenth inning.
1: Yeah.
0: That's one, two, three innings where they were given a runner in scoring position.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I mean, poor base running from Duran. Um you're you're on second base and there's a ball hit to the warning track with nobody out. Yeah, you've got to be on third base.
1: Yeah, you have done. got
0: to be on third base with runners like you have got to score. Whenever Corey Seeger flies out to the warning track on the next pitch, you've yeah, got you a scored. score on that pitch. Yep, and we don't have to talk about any of that extra innings bull. If mm-hmm. if all if that all you know if that's the end of it, but yes. that was not the end of it. The Rangers did not uh, have that good fortune happen for them, and and uh, uh, Chapman, I, I don't exactly know what happened. I guess Jonah Heim called a timeout, but it wasn't mm-hmm. like really. Made clear, I guess, to Chapman. I don't know. He had his back turned. I don't know what, what really happened. I don't know if it was negligent on his part, if it was on the umpire's part. But then he throws over a second time uh, to, to uh, on a batter that he walked on four pitches, mind you. Michael A. Taylor, the nine-hole hitter, who he walked on four pitches. Mm-hmm. And then Box gets him over to second base. And then just a little poke back up the middle, gets yep. that run home. But if he's at first base, you're sitting there, runners at first and second with one out, and he can just work through it. But yep. it wasn't the way it happened. And, um, you know, they, they scored that extra run. The Rangers couldn't score in the 10th or 11th. And then they got two good innings from Josh Spores to keep it uh, keep it tied. And then they score a run in the 12th. And Brock Burke has a strikeout taken away from him by, I mean, just awful umpiring i don't know how else you can call it anything other than that i mean i don't care if a a pitcher misses his spot it doesn't matter when the whole baseball is in the strike zone yeah you don't get to miss that one umpire i don't care where you're looking you know what i'm saying like man that's not one you get to miss and the next thing you know pass ball they score one tie game rangers can't get anything across in the 13th and and like we talked about earlier uh jonathan hernandez uh another missed strike in that at bat too. And, uh, uh, you know, that ball, I like some of that ball was touching the middle square that they didn't call. So, you know, I don't know. I don't know how it fell apart so much for that umpire in the late in the games, but late in the game, but it really did. And, uh, you know, um uh, I'm not saying that cost the Rangers. I gave you a couple of things that cost the Rangers a hell of a lot more than that did. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, i mean. the, uh, Grand Slam from Jonah Heim, which is huge. He needed that more than anything. Big
1: big time.
0: Um, He just needed that to kind of get an idea of what it feels like to have something good happen for him. Uh, (laughs) But, you know, overall, just not a real great day for the Rangers. They had 10 hits, but, you know, they also played 13 innings, so that doesn't, you know, but not a lot. There wasn't a lot to like about, uh, um, you know, I guess – you know, it's funny because we were talking about it earlier, and, and you were like, oh, I didn't think he did very well. And I was like, well, I thought it was the best he pitched in a while. Uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, like one of the bright spots in this whole game was Will Smith and his one batter, I guess. Uh, LeClerc wasn't super great. He walked a guy or, yeah, walked a guy and gave up a hit. And uh, But he did have a strikeout to put himself in a position to hand it off to Will Smith. And Will Smith uh, did enough to get an out. And uh, they handed Chapman a lead, and I think I saw something where uh, Chapman, whenever he doesn't have uh, when he doesn't have a save situation, he's got a point ninety eight point nine eight ERA and a two point nine three walks per nine, and then whenever it turns into a save situation, he's got a, a four thirty five ERA and seven point eight four walks per nine. So you know, he's got to be better than that in the ninth inning, especially in a game where they. Um, you know, when they need a win and him and Burke both blow saves and, uh, you know, it's, it's unfortunate in Burke's part that he gets a blown save on a ghost runner, but, uh, it it is what it is. And, you know, the men, you'd like to have seen him get one, but, uh, you know, or you'd like to have seen him get two in a row there and go into, go into Queens with a nice little winning streak, but it wasn't happening and it didn't happen. And, uh, now they'll go to, they'll go to New York, uh, uh, you know, fighting for their lives,
1: yeah, really fighting for, fighting for their playoff lives and really fighting to get back into the lead of that division. And, and you'd really like to see them do it. And uh, yeah, brother, they're heading to New York, brother. So, ooh, uh... ooh,
0: or the big lights <laughs> in the sky and stuff, yeah. or whatever, you know, they're going up
1: to New York. Oh, so, okay. uh, yeah, yeah, well, and uh, what a what a! I, I have a feeling this this series, especially given the history of the Rangers, uh, in the, in the Mets this year, I have a feeling there might be definitely a live crowd going to be there in New York for this team, but Rangers have an opportunity to go against a a team that's not playing very well. And it's uh, kind of sad
0: that Max Scherzer isn't going to go for the Rangers in this series. So the Mets could see what they're paying for one more time.
1: (laughs) Well, you know, let's just, uh, Let's hope that all let's hope we can get a win against a, a a team that's not playing good. Uh, We need a series win bad right here. Yeah. John Gray,
0: John Gray got the ball for the Rangers tomorrow and he'll be, uh, he'll be up against Tyler McGill and uh, Tyler McGill. He's a five and a half ERA and a 1.73 walks to hits inning pitch, but not a ton of strikeouts in his 91 innings. And, uh, yeah, they got a chance to get out there and rough a guy up that in his last seven games has given up uh, 27 earned runs.
1: Yeah, they got to. They have to. I mean, there's, I don't really feel like there's another way to put that. You can't put it lightly. Uh, they have to win this series, period.
0: They need, yeah, they need to. And, uh, you know, hey, you come out of here with three wins and all of a sudden it's a, a what, a four and five road trip?
1: Yeah, and and they need it. So this is the time of year where this team has to pull together and uh, start figuring out how to win down the stretch because uh, they're going to need it.
0: Hey, three wins right here, and all of a sudden those last eight seem, you know, a long ways away. But it starts tonight with getting one against uh, McGill.
1: All righty. Well, I got nothing else if you got nothing else.
0: No I just wanted to say thanks to everybody that's been listening the last couple of weeks I know it's hard to talk about the Rangers or want to get excited about the Rangers right now so we're trying to do our best to put you know the positivist spin or the most positive spin that we can put on this thing and it's and you know it gets tough but there's a lot to like about this thing still and I think we saw a lot from that bullpen yesterday whenever you know I think most of us thought that thing be over in the 10th inning
1: right. And, you know, um, if you're a lifelong Ranger fan, uh, th- this is this is not – this is nothing <laughs> for, <laughs> for us, okay? Like, like this is nothing for us. Like, we – think about where we were this time last year um, and just – and let's be grateful yeah, for, it, for, for where yeah, we're, we're
0: at. In a, we're in a pennant hunt and there's a whole lot of baseball left. So let's, there's a let's, lot of baseball Yeah, left. let's get out to the ball yard on uh, Friday yep. when they get back in town and let's root them back into where they need to be.
1: Yep, and uh, you know, let's support this team and this organization, <clears throat> who has really made an effort to to bring us a winner. And this team has been a winner all year long, and 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 we believe that they're going to continue that uh, as the year goes on. So, thanks everybody for tuning in. This is Texas Rangers with the boys. You can catch us on social media, TX Rangers WTB. Don't forget to check out check out our website, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com. the boys.com. Oh, one word. word. And there you can also subscribe to our exclusive content, which is called Down on the Farm with the Boys, where we cover all of the minor leagues. Don't forget that top 40 list. Uh, We'll be dropping this week for our top 40 minor league players. And uh, don't forget to subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting platform. For the 300-pound Manimal, this is your boy Kev. And Texas Rangers with the Boys, we are signing out.